You're listening to Her Niche is MPD podcast. I wanted to talk about the dangers of heeding the relationship advice from so-called relationship gurus and so-called relationship experts. And I'll explain why. We are in an era where there is now narcissistic abuse awareness. However, many of these experts have had this information for years. And because they candy-coated how dangerous and detrimental these individuals are and can be to other human beings, to other people. I believe it resulted in many survivors and those that are suffering from the aftermath symptoms being unaware of how these individuals show up and what these red flags really mean. I listened to a live. Um, she, this young lady, she's a young African American lady, and she is so she's so smart, and I think she's just the cutest little thing ever. She's she, you know she's really cute. She's really funny. She's really witty. And last night, I was not able to listen to the rest of her live because it was just too painful. She has a lot of self-awareness, and she's been very uh, candid about um, her life. And I believe that based on what she experienced, she would be what they would label a codependent. And with that being said, she's not, she has a level of self-awareness, but it's limited. Um, and this is the reason why we have to be mindful what we expose our psyche to via social media and via the subliminal messages that are often I believe with this era of the memes and sharing this information uh, sometimes you will see the very same meme circulate millions of times Therefore, millions of people have either agreed with or related to a meme that has the blueprint of pathology behind it. I'm going to use the acronym NSP because 
it may be a narcissist sociopath or a psychopath so and uh, as Sandra so eloquently Sandra L Brown the woman who wrote women who love psychopaths and narcissists relationships of inevitable harm um, one of the things that she uh, has said is that it's not unusual for personality disordered pathologicals to manifest more than one of the cluster B diagnoses. Uh, and by that I mean a narcissist may also have sociopathic tendencies. Many years ago, Sandra L. Brown, who has one of the most amazing blogs and newsletters, her and Jennifer Young, who is the mental health uh, counselor that works very closely with Sandra and has for many years over at the uh, the Institute for Relational Harm Reduction. They have a weekly newsletter entitled Safe Relationships Magazine. It is amazing. And I remember there was a time when the only women or men, I don't even recall a time that there were any men other than Dr. Robert Hare that were talking about these type of relationships and being very candid about them. That somehow sends the message that the survivors that encountered these individuals are far and few in between and nothing can be further from the truth. We know that with the rising numbers of those that are seeking relief after having encountered these type of predators, emotional predators. And I believe that Ross Rosenberg, although he understood that it would be controversial to equate an NSP with uh, how they lure their victims or their targets uh, to be synonymous with how a pedophile grooms their targets. I believe it to be probably one of the most accurate that I've ever heard. Other than hearing Sandra L. Brown describe uh, her or Jennifer uh, in their um, weekly newsletter and they also had a podcast uh, on Blog Talk Radio. Those uh, podcasts are still available for download if not from the iTunes um, uh, application themselves. They can be found online. Um, if you go through your Chrome 
application and you're able to download and listen to those episodes. I have the desktop iTunes application, but for some reason I'm not able to find and download uh, their podcast via iTunes. So I'm not quite certain why that is. However, I do know for certainty that if you open the Chrome app, even on your cell phone or your tablet, you are able to, and you search Blog Talk Radio and go to their websites and type in Women Who Love Psychopaths, you will be able to access those podcasts. Uh, they are invaluable in the sense that that's how long she has been pounding on doors attempting to bring awareness to these type of what she refers or what she coined, coined the term pathological love relationships of inevitable harm and true words have never been spoken because there is no way to encounter a relationship of an intimate sort with these type of individuals and to come out of them unscathed. Many of the relationship experts that have written books that make daily Instagram and Facebook and Twitter posts about love, life, marriage, and happiness have never encountered a pathological in an intimate relationship setting. Either they're just ignorant of it or they are of the ilk that had that knowledge but it wasn't their life's work. I think Sandra who is her father was murdered by a psychopath. That was her intro to pathology. She made it her life's mission to help survivors of these type of individuals encountering these type of individuals and I believe that Ross Rosenberg has uh, done the same thing. Uh, he coined the term self-love deficit disorder. Instead of codependency it's a term that he wishes to do away with completely um, and his efforts and the work that he has done and the information that he shares is invaluable because the experts that actually come forward and tell the truth see they were telling the truth about it when it wasn't popular when it wasn't profitable Sandra's book women who love psychopaths and narcissists. When I was recovering from, unbeknownst to me, a cycle that will repeat itself 
for nearly 12 years. When I read her book, that was the first and only validation I had of what I had just experienced. And in all fairness, Melanie Tonya Evans has been in the trenches for years. When Sandra's blog talk radio show was on iTunes, at that time, the only other individual that I, the only other individuals that I recall talking about narcissism were Melanie Tonya Evans and Kalia LaRoche, whose podcast is entitled Pandora's Box. Those blog talk radio shows, as well as Melanie Tonya Evans' blog talk radio shows. At one point, her Melanie's podcast was entitled Narcissism, Narcissistic Central, and she changed the name to Empowered Love Radio. Again, Kalia's LaRoche. Kalia LaRoche's podcast was entitled Pandora's Box. And these are still available on iTunes. They all have blogs um, that are amazing. Kim Saeed's blog. She also has a YouTube channel. Um, I believe it's under the name of Kim Saeed. She also has a blog entitled Let Me Reach. And I'm not doing this scripted. This is off of my own personal rec recollection of who these individuals are and how long they have pounded on doors to get awareness brought to this particular type of abuse. Now, we're told even when you seek help at a domestic, this is something else that attention and awareness needs to be brought to. Again, painting these individuals with a broad brush of abusers is not helping their victims or their targets because what they're doing in all actuality is kind of decoding the uh, insidious nature of how these individuals operate and I believe that because they are candy coating the danger of these type of relationships to their targets it's exposing a lot more individuals to it because it doesn't show up in this blaring red flag manner that they would have you believe that it does I remember the first time I heard Melanie's podcast, I remember thinking, 
this woman is a native Australian and unless she and I were dating the same individual it's impossible for her to understand this but again this was the only validation I was getting for what it was I was experiencing. I didn't know what a smear campaign was. I didn't know what Melanie doesn't like the term flying monkeys, but I kind of do, so I'm going to use it. I didn't know what flying monkeys were. Um, even though at some point the survivors before they become survivors when their targets under the spell of the uh, under the spell of the NSP and by NSP I'm just going to use that as an acronym for narcissist sociopath or psychopath when they're under the spell of the NSP there are times when they act as flying monkeys so Sandra's book at the time I had just experienced a discard and I remember feeling like I had been gang raped and left on the side of the road to die. That's the only explanation, the only correlation I can give you about that adequately describes what I felt. I was ruminating. I was going to mental health crisis center and having them tell me that I had a mental illness. That I was mentally ill as I was describing what was happening to me, what had happened to me. I could not make sense of anything. That was the first time that I ever got validation of my experience. When I read her book, which I am 100% encouraging every woman, even women that have not experienced the abuse of the NSP to read and to allow your daughters to read, allow your sisters to read. I also encourage people to read Ross Rosenberg's The Human Magnet Syndrome so that you understand how we are drawn to these type of individuals like a magnet. It makes perfect sense because an empath or a codependent is a magnet for these type of individuals. This is the reason why it's so damaging for a woman to be online and to see a meme uh, that is pretty much a part in the French mind fuck that in all likelihood A NSP is behind the subliminal message that comes across in that message. There's a meme that is circulating 
that says if you're in relationship after relationship with ain't shit in words then you're the common denominator in those relationships so it's not the men that ain't shit it's you that ain't shit and herein lies the danger of not doing what Ross entitles or what he coined to be the observe and not absorb method when you absorb something like that into your psyche it somehow implies that the only common denominator in the relationship is the woman that is flawed and air quotes damaged goods and I hate that term but I'm going to use it to describe the message the subliminal message that is behind this uh, particular meme um, and without any acknowledgement that the other common denominator is her male counterparts the type of male counterparts that she finds herself in a relationship with so you have to be very mindful of what you expose your psyche to especially because it can be expect it can be very triggering if you don't know what it is because again it inculcates in the woman the message that it's you you deserved what happened to you because it's unfathomable unfathomable that someone else could be the problem that you're attracting toxic people because there is a wounded inner child or unfinished business that is allowing you to attract these sort of individuals and let's be clear I think when women hear you attracted this type of person they assume it means that if you attracted this type of person well you must be that type of person and I'm here to tell you that nothing can be further from the truth so let's debunk that myth right now that's not what that's implying you may have heard it said that you attract individuals to you based on your level of healing so many times you may believe that you are emotionally healthy and mentally healthy and spiritually healthy but that may not necessarily be the case they there may be unfinished business there that the target has even yet to acknowledge they may have repressed certain memories that's also a factor to take into consideration another uh, and she's actually a doctor she has an, an amazing blog it's entitled 
neuralinstincts.com and her name is scroll up Rhonda Freeman and a lot of times if you observe the targets as they're in the aftermath and they are not quite they 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 they're suspecting that something is wrong but they're not at the point in their recovery where they truly get it that nothing is going to change and if you've ever had the misfortune of having a close family member or friend struggle with drug addiction or alcoholism many of the, the, the targets become as manipulative as addicts in order to get that fix this is the reason why the videos about hoovering how to get the narcissist how to get revenge on the narcissist how to trigger a hoover uh, HG tutor which is a self-proclaimed narcissist he was diagnosed as a sociopath but I, I, I don't know what the man is what I do know is that that's probably about as close to inside of the mind of a narcissist as one will ever get as a criminal profiler inside the mind of a serial killer I believe it's probably about as honest as you will ever get from a narcissist however I have to give this disclaimer listening to his videos may be very triggering he also has a blog entitled narcsite.com if I'm not mistaken I will post the links but listen at your own discretion but listening to his videos I remember initially I could not do it because it was so triggering and so traumatizing I was re-traumatized when I listened to his videos as time went on in my recovery I was able to actually listen to the videos as a case study and I can tell you he probably described the last 12 years of my life in those videos so if there's some question or some doubt about whether or not these individuals are aware of what they're doing as well as having a modus operandi for why they're doing it um, I encourage those that are uh, able to stomach the content because there are times when you may feel the urge to throw up in your mouth it can be just that sickening because what it will do is trigger your memory to a time when you fell for one of those tricks or machinations so again there is that disclaimer 
However, um, I found it to be beneficial. Um, it was validation that I had made the correct decision to go no contact um, and change my phone number to block the narcissist on all social media platforms and I was married to this person. I'm still legally married. We have not divorced at this time. We've been separated for a year and a half. Um, nevertheless, I admonish the women to please do not date in an effort to fill that void because what you will do and I can say this to a reasonable degree of certainty is attract another narcissist and they may be worst yes because I was aware of what I was experiencing there was no doubt in my mind that based on what this individual had done that this was a narcissist it was much easier to walk away from that relationship however it was no less devastating and often what will happen when we have not done the work is we will attract another one. It doesn't matter if you share with them what your prior experience was. It doesn't matter. You're not talking about individuals that have empathy like we do as empaths. They don't function as normal people do emotionally their emotional intelligence is at zero their care their empathy is non-existent with that being said uh, again I'm going to post all of the links including uh, that to Rhonda Freeman uh, who is a PHP PhD uh, I'm going to post all of the links in the show notes and um, I'm going to encourage all of the women that are survivors were former targets of this type of abuse to exercise I'm, I'm going to say you implement self-love and the way that you do that is by a self by a self-care if that means going to a psychologist that is familiar that specializes in this type of treatment I cannot emphasize that enough following the blogs mentioned they are the grassroots movement they have done 
the work. They have been in the trenches for a very long time. Pounding on doors, attempting to get attention brought to this because of the extent of the damage that these individuals wreak on other human beings. So I'm going to encourage you to follow their blogs, subscribe to their newsletters, listen to their podcast. Implement self-care, self-love via self-care. I want you to be as forgiving, empathetic, and compassionate with yourself as you attempted to be to the narcissist. I want you to implement as much self-care and nurturing to yourself as you attempted to the narcissist. And this is Hernicia's NPD signing off.